Ding First on 959 Breakfast. Hashtag 959 Breakfast. So, measles is back. Uh, not only measles, but there was also a point in time where we were literally maybe, I'd say, 18 months away from eradicating polio from the face of the earth, basically. There was no longer going to be any polio. Mm. But to give you context, uh, the reason why measles is back, uh, back in 2007, there was a post that started circulating online. And this post spoke about how the measles vaccine could lead to your kid getting Down syndrome. Parents took this and it really caught fire. Some parents then decided that they didn't want their kids to be vaccinated. Generally speaking, if you were from our era, Mpo, you will remember that when we were young, there would be umjovo that you'd get. It was usually on your shoulder. Uh, and that's the vaccine. So you still be have the mark. 100%. Yeah, the dots. 100%. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the reason why it's actually like that is because it's multiple shots mm. that just basically get combined and they give you one. Uh, and then I think they'll come back two years later and give you another, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Uh, and there were also speculations that when COVID came through, that's part of the reason why South Africa was a lot more resilient than other parts of the world mm. because of that previous vaccine. Now, fast forward to 2019. COVID comes through. And there, there's another vaccine that gets developed by various companies. There's AstraZeneca, there's Pfizer, et cetera, and so on. And they developed this vaccine extraordinarily quick, Mm -hmm. unusually quick, Mm. uncharacteristically quick. Uh, Some people are very skeptical. They go, I'm not going to get vaccinated. Saul, for example, is one such person. Mm. Saul was not vaccinated. Mm. I got vaccinated because of my belief in vaccines and my belief in science. I was like, ah, I know how vaccines work. For me, I don't think there's anything untoward Mm. regarding this. Subsequent to that, there's been evidence that's emerged that some of the reports were fabricated. For example, Pfizer... Back in 2020, their company valuation was sitting at 275 billion. Right now, it's down to like 155 billion. So you can see the amount of value that's been squandered from then to now, right? Mm -hmm. And I always think if Hippocrates from Greek and ancient times were, or Roman times, were were, were to be alive now, I don't think he'd be proud of how we commoditized. Medicine, basically, commodified medicine. medicine. Mm-hmm. Because right now, the pharmaceutical company is just running amok. Yeah. I say all of that to then say, when you do something like that and you take advice of people's trust, it leads to a situation such as what we have now, where you've got an outbreak of diseases that we really shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Because people simply just don't trust medicine and they don't trust pharmaceutical companies and they don't trust that they're doing what's best for humanity. Rather, what they're doing is just to pad their own pockets. Mm-hmm. Pundo had a story right now about a voice note, which we told is fake news. But the fact that that voice note can even make news, it shows the public distrust. True. Mm-hmm. 
It speaks of the proliferation of information now. Unfortunately, mm. with us accessing information so much, sometimes we can access fake news, mm-hmm. incorrect information. So it's become dangerous, honestly. Mm. It's become very dangerous. But, uh, but when it becomes a matter of life and death, I think it's very important that we now address it. Especially because a lot of these voice notes um, do their rounds ab- around those who have comorbidities, like the elderly, who often do not double check their information. They just take it if it comes from someone that they trust within their particular circle, then it is fact. Mm. So, unfortunately, in those situations, because this person already has comorbidities and they need to be in a situation where they can trust medicine, now when you create that mistrust where medicine is concerned, it's actually a very dangerous thing. Very. So, I'll tell you this. The next viral outbreak that we're going to get, and there will be one, people will not trust a damn thing they told by their government. Sadly. They will not. So, what do you think? No, I agree with you. And I think people who always suffer, the people at the bottom who don't have the resources, you know, someone like you, Cizo, or maybe myself, everyone in the studio, for example, has got, you know, quality access to quality medical care and advice if mm. you need it. But the people who don't have, you know, the, a medical aid, who can't go to a doctor and say, advise me on this. What's normally the process? Is this vaccine safe enough? How, when did they start developing it? And access to information. And sadly, as always, it's the poor who want to bear the brunt. Mm. Fundo, this is where it gets even more difficult, right? In this day and age, we are basically just one global village. Mm-hmm. When it comes to viral outbreaks, there is such a thing as, I guess, geolocking or geotagging of information. So something that may be true in Miami, Florida, for example, may not be true here in South Africa. Yeah. Different climate conditions, mm. uh, different cultural practices, etc. and so on. Mm. So when you read that, ah, in Miami, Florida, ah, I don't know, so many people died from vaccine-related illnesses or complications... And then you take that and you directly apply it to South Africa, whereas it may not be applicable, mm-hmm. that too can be a problem. It certainly does become a problem because we've seen such. A number of them had some sort of cardiovascular disease mm. and somehow it got here, particularly even with this voice message, I got it from my family group. Mm. And it's a bunch of grannies. My grandmother's 82, mm. her and her sisters, they're all former teachers, they have medical aids, but nevertheless, they believe this. They've been sharing this charcoal and I've seen all these images and I couldn't believe that now I've just had the health department stating that this is false and I even have to share it in that particular group. So it's not even a situation of it's just perhaps the uneducated or those that cannot afford quality medication or advice. Just generally people are getting too much information and becoming very confused. Mm. So Can yes. I raise another point? But there are times when even from the top we get misinformation. Remember we went through, was it beetroot or was it garlic or was it African potato? We went through that phase where somebody who's at the top is, I won't necessarily say misinforming, but confusing the medical information that people are getting with their own information that they have from whatever sources that they have. And people get confused. Like, who do I listen to? Do I trust my traditional herbal medication that someone has had from generation to generation within their family or do I trust this science that is here and that is the question because if you go in Makaya and somebody just gives you and they go Isala. You don't question it. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Never. You go, I get. 
Iviane. So let me know what are your thoughts and who do you trust when it comes to medical guidance? Zero eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Lebu in we have a pharmaceuticals, a herbalist. Why is it that we need a world health organization to approve our medication in each and everything that we do? Well, generally speaking, it's just because a lot of things are standardized and there's always an overseeing body, right? Uh, otherwise, Namija could come out as anything in Jeluti. This will help you with your eyesight. Uh, and if there isn't really any organization that oversees that, uh, people could find themselves ingesting something which could be poisonous or dangerous to them. Don't we have our own group which approves everything? No, no, there our is. So you get local regulatory bodies. But then, obviously, when you're dealing with a global pandemic, they need the World Health Organization to, I guess, coordinate all of those efforts because we're all fighting them together. So it's no use, for example, South Africa saying, see, now we're going in this direction when you're fighting COVID-19, whereas the rest of the world is going in a different direction. Yeah, I yeah. But I think the different uh, environment, different things, even our genes are not the same. So aren't we the ones that are supposed to get our very own medication. Okay, so let me ask you. When, why do you need the World Health Organization to tell you what, what medicine to take? Where not? Why don't you go to your own traditional healer and do your own thing? I know. I'm just saying, with me, like I'm, I'm just a bit confused with the... I mean, the question is, the question is where now? Where do you get? The question is where do you get your advice? Because World Health Organization, Mbuza where now? Where now? When I'm cooler. Who do you trust? Now talk, that's true. Yeah. I can't lose them this way. Shab. Shab, shab. Now, lady in K1. Hello. Good job. You don't have a question. No, it's great. That's a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, boo. This is a nanny growing up in the clinic in the hospital. So I prefer science because that's what I know. Mm. And I've been vaccinated since um, from childhood. Mm. And my kids, my parents and everyone, that's how we grew up. Mm. And for me, it, it, those people, I think they, they are always getting us because I'm asking myself to say, does that mean the government went to overseas, went to China and killed people. Mm. That's what I'm asking from these people. And I also think that some of them are promoting their product to be, for us to buy the product. Mm. Since I, I, I got tested positive for COVID. Mm. And before I tested positive, there was a time whereby Gingwiki ambulance by a because I was so scared you remember the, 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 the WhatsApps and everything that was circulating in the whole country. And when I got to the clinic, they asked me, what treatment are you taking? And I said, antidepressants, and it's been four years. And they said to me, you don't have COVID. You are, you, you are suffering from anxiety. Mm. 
and I, I got back home. They told me to just do my exercises, my driving exercises, and that was it. And by the time I got tested for, for, for COVID, yes, I was so scared that it was not before, like before. Mm. So for me, I, I, I'm, I'm a science person. I believe in that because we've been vaccinated since from birth. Thank you very much for that. Naledi in Katlehong. Uh, you know, when it comes to the issue Yama vaccine, people, I just need to express uh, actually Uguti. Gupsung to see a world of the free that is America, where freedom of speech is revered. People getting arrested for giving out information. Then you start questioning, Uguti. Seriously, why are people being arrested for speech? speaking their truth okay i I guess their truth being the truth that applies to them how do you now explain such things and the most puzzling part is the fact that some of these people were health professionals that came out and actually spoke against these things well so here's the thing there's only one truth there's no such thing as their truth or your truth this is just it's it's a fact what happens sometimes though is people misrepresent symptoms and how they present and that's where the misinformation comes from so Saul could very well wake up and say hey I've got a headache it's my lived experience yes now you can't dispute that yeah. he does have a headache what you can dispute is the cause of the headache because he doesn't just because he experiences the headache doesn't mean he knows the causation so but I can say I got a vaccine and then man I started feeling weird and I got this massive headache yes but you also could have gone to a Shisanyama you also could have had bad mohoru you could have drank you could have been dehydrated there's a lot of things that people then neglect to tell you they'll just be like oh I got a vaccine yes what else did you do that's where the problem comes in being in the medical field, I can attest to the part that there is discrepancies, actually, more especially with regards to the COVID vaccine and how fast um, it had to be researched. So one of my colleagues is actually in the research of uh, that vaccine, and apparently they used information from the HIV vaccine that they are developing to actually say that no it'll work the same so it was not thoroughly researched unfortunately i don't know if my voice note will cause further controversy around that uh, vaccine yeah mina i (laughs) i don't trust anything when it comes to their research what they can do because if they themselves trusted what they were doing there wouldn't be moments where when the going gets tough for our elite in south africa they decide to board a flight and go somewhere. So that journey only tells me that they don't even believe in their own medical system themselves. Why they could just call up Dr. Manman and sit there and sort me out. Right? Right. The second issue for me is all these diseases, conspiracies about depopulation. I believe them each and every day as we hear the stories of what is happening in Ibuil, in Ibuyang, how quickly they can get the vaccine, how will they push us to do these things. I so believe it. Funny you bring this up. This is what actually we're talking about over the weekend. Um, the Badenel tech. This lady who play this voicemail about this charcoal thing and if you had vaccinated I'm listening to these ladies. I'm like so a whole doctors. Doctors would take the risk of taking a vaccine and then when again and question that. Like Savanjani Avantuye, like why do you always have to 
put our lives at risk because we undermine abantu went to school abantu abazi research abantu abazi medicine sifike kanjani lapho ye like it's so pathetic it's not even funny anymore guys come on 959 breakfast monday to friday 6 to 9 a.m on kaya 959